Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Friday. It's KHON to go. Aloha mai kako. It is 6.53. Let's take a look outside. Another beautiful day in Hawaii, Nei. But our trade winds are going to be diminishing even more for today. Right now, light winds are going to dominate. They've, well, they've kind of been dominating the forecast. Light trade winds. You've been seeing those land breezes clear out the skies overnight. And then sea breezes throughout midday. Uh, so right now, that's going to be the trend. We do have some low-level clouds coming in uh, from the east side, just with the lighter east-southeast trade wind flow that we're seeing right now. And you can see here, definitely indicated so on our satellite radar. High pressure system moving a little bit more towards the east and uh, going to be still affecting our trade winds but the front associated with it that's dipping down more south and that's been attributing to the more weakening of our trade winds that's until a new high pressure system behind it pushes through and then around Sunday we should get those trade winds back and then get even breezier conditions into next week but right now we just got to deal with the humidity as well as the temperatures it's going to be around a state forecast high of 90 degrees so you don't want to stay hydrated that's going to be the way to stay cool and right now shower activity pretty sparse though just uh, a few, most of those cells are offshore, headed down south. Uh, but most of this, uh, well, most of the rain chance is going to be afternoon, evening hours for our leeward interior sections with those sea breeze converging with the light Kona winds that we're going to be seeing throughout the day. Future satellite and radar, you can see, still looking just very slow moving until we get to around Sunday. That's where you see it shift more towards the east. Then we go get our trade winds back through around Saturday night into Sunday, and then things will be looking a lot better there. Extended forecasts are still indicating so humid conditions today, tomorrow, and then we'll get our trade winds back, and we're looking good through the rest of the week. But for now, let's see what's going on with the surf. Send things over to Surf News Network's Gary Keeley to see what's going on for all the waves around our islands. Good morning, GQ. What's the haps, bro? Hey, Chris. Good morning. Oh, it's such a happy Aloha Friday. Perfect conditions around the compass and waves everywhere. The North Shore's up a notch, up to three feet, and just super fun. Coming up to four feet tomorrow, at least. And out there at Makahas, one to three feet. That's serving up a mixed plate of south and north. And southern shores are two to three with some bigger sets. There's some just overhead waves and bowls off and on. Uh, be patient for those. Diamond Head as well. And Sandy's two to three. Well, again, pluses and plenty power at Sandy's. The most powerful powerful spot. Makapu'u just one to two, but still beautiful texture. No warnings for mariners, but extreme UVs pack that sunblock. Light, light winds pretty much until Monday. Uh, extreme low tide at 9.30. Be careful. The reef will be out of the water. A huge high tide at 5 o'clock. Feeling yesterday's full moon. Sunset 7.17. Here is today's Need to Know. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin will be sentenced this morning for the murder of George Floyd. The 45-year-old faces decades in prison. You can watch his sentencing live on KHON2 beginning at 8.30 this morning, Hawaii time. 55 new COVID cases were reported across the state yesterday with no new deaths. The state still remains at 57% fully vaccinated. Governor Ige is rolling back more restrictions. Beginning July 8th, mainland visitors who are fully vaccinated and register on the state's Safe Travels website will be able to bypass the pre-travel test and mandatory quarantine. July 8th also marks an ease in social restrictions. Gatherings will increase to 25 indoors, 75 outdoors. And restaurants can increase their capacity to 75%. Masks will still be required indoors. Honolulu police are asking for your help finding Isaiah Talbert. 
He's wanted on a grand jury bench warrant for promoting pornography for minors and use of a computer in the commission of a separate felony. If you see him, call Crime Stoppers. The city's mobile COVID testing lab at the airport will be reducing its hours. Beginning Sunday, it'll be open from 9 to 5. And another vaccination clinic will be held tomorrow at Kamakana Ali. This will be in front of the Straub Medical Center from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's another big step to returning to normal as the governor loosens more restrictions on gatherings and travel. In just two weeks, the state will allow vaccine exceptions for mainland residents. Those fully vaccinated, meaning it's been at least two weeks after getting their final shot, can use their vaccination card to bypass the pre-travel test and mandatory quarantine. Travelers will need to upload their vaccination records into the Safe Travels program and bring a hard copy on their trip. I know that this uh, change has been widely anticipated and it will make it easier for residents uh, to return home uh, and for visitors to come and enjoy our islands. The next big step, getting 70% of the population fully vaccinated. That's when all restrictions will be dropped. The governor says this also brings us one step closer to allowing international travel. Also starting July 8th, social gatherings will increase to 25 people indoors, 75 outdoors. Some restaurant owners say increasing the capacity doesn't help because they still have to keep tables six feet apart. They were hoping that outdoor distancing would have been dropped to three feet to allow more people to be seated in a timely manner. Even the Polynesian Cultural Center sold out through the you know, parts of August. In order for us to, to give that experience to the guests that are coming to Hawaii, we need to have capacity restraints you know, taken, taken away. At some point, the math doesn't work. So, you know, realistically speaking, I've been in a number of restaurants where I don't think the table seating has been six feet apart. If we go to 75% capacity, it's, you know, I think the restaurants, what we're asking for is they will space the tables accordingly to the best of their ability and it'll be where it'll be. Governor Ige says the state is following CDC guidance. Masks are also still required indoors. It's been exactly one week since a contractor accidentally struck a large water main under the Moanalua Freeway. It's prompted lane closures as crews try to fix it. Joining us now with an update is Kathleen Elliott-Pahinui with the Board of Water Supply. Good morning, Kathleen. Nice to see you. Thanks for joining us. Morning, Christine. Can you Sorry, explain... I haven't had all my coffee yet. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. Thank you for joining us. Can you explain, Thank though, you. how this happened? We know a contractor accidentally struck that 42-inch main, but aren't there measures in place to prevent this from happening? There's always measures in place. Uh, there are things what we call as-builds. There are plans showing where utilities are, but, you know, um, Pipes go in, utilities go in, construction happens, things get moved, and sometimes they don't always get updated as correctly as they should. It happens. Um, a lot of times it happens. Um, there was a good example a few years ago over on Date Street where a gas line wasn't as deep as the as-builds had shown it to be, and uh, unfortunately the contractor hit it. So it's not unique to us. Um, everybody, unfortunately, it happens. And uh, when these things happen, we get in there, we fix it, and then we update the plans to ensure 
accuracy. Now, in the weeks since, what have crews been able to accomplish and what still needs to be done? Well, we've located the main, we've exposed the, uh, exposed the main, we've located the break, we've exposed the break, we have a plan in place. We will be having a um, news conference at 1130 today at uh, um, our offices over at 630 South Baratania. And uh, I hope you guys will be there. And we will have a lot of very robust detail on exactly what the repair and everything will entail. Uh, but we have a plan in place to fix it. And uh, we will start affecting that repair this weekend. Yes, we, we will be there at the news conference, Great. Kathleen. Good. Now, you say the repair will begin this weekend. How long will that take? Um, if without any uh, issues, we hope it will take a couple of days. Um, you know, but we have things that we have to do uh, to ensure that that happens correctly. Now, in the next couple of days over the weekend, when you're fixing that, can we expect more lane closures, more than two lanes at a time? No. We're uh, going to keep three lanes open during the day as we have been. That will not change. So three lanes will remain open. Uh, if we do any additional lane closures than the one we already have, it won't be until 8 or 10 o'clock at night, depending on our need. If we need it sooner or later, we have permission from DOT to start that second lane closure at 8 p.m. if needed. But so far, uh, we haven't needed it a lot. But in the next couple of days, we will be probably using that second lane again. But that won't happen until 8 or 10 o'clock at night. We will uh, alert the public, the driving public. But until then, three lanes will always remain open during the day for, to facilitate traffic. If you say it'll take only a couple days to fix, can we expect that hopefully next week all lanes will be open at some time? I can't speculate on that because uh, once it takes us a while to get the repair, we have to test it. The things we have to do, we have to ensure water quality. And it, this is a, an incredibly delicate and complex repair. And so we don't want to say, yes, we're going to be done. And then something happens and we have to go back in and refix it. So. Uh, until further notice, we will be having using that one uh, right-hand lane, uh, the far right-hand lane, and as needed, we will close the second right-hand lane after uh, 8 p.m. or 10 p.m. as needed. I do want to quickly finally ask you, though, what will be done to prevent this from happening again? I know you said that this is common and it happens, but when it does happen, it is a big inconvenience for drivers. Do you think changes are necessary, or are there any discussions going on about that? Well, what we do, as I mentioned before, we fix the ads builds. We uh, go back and take a look at everything and make sure that everything is current and updated. We are in close uh, coordination with the contractor uh, because they will be continuing their work. And again, more of the information will be had at 1130. Uh, but uh, yeah, work will be continuing and we are working very closely with them to prevent any further um, uh, damage to the main. And, and they're aware of it and we're very aware of it, of course. You know, our goal is never to inconvenience the public. We never like doing that. All right, Kathleen Elliott Pahinui at the Board of Water Supply. Thank you so much for joining us. I know you thank haven't you. had your coffee yet, so go ahead and enjoy <laughs> that first cup. Thanks, Christine. Have a great day. Aloha. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here Monday morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.